CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. What's going on? I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. And we just got through our very first week of 2021. God, it feels good. It does feel good. I was never one of those people that felt like I had to get through a year. Or you know when you blame everything on a year, you're like, oh, 2020. I never did that before this I year. I never did that. I didn't even know that was like a thing. And now I'm like, you know, of course I do that now. But then now it's like, are we going to do that for 2021? Right? Like now I'm over it. I've never done that until this past year in 2021. And now I'm I'm done with it. I'm like, okay, all positivity in 2021. I feel better already. Big things are happening in 2021, Jesse, aren't they? They are happening in 2021. I ran into Danielle at the bar this weekend. I literally couldn't hide this from her. I had to show my left ring finger because I got engaged. Number one, I adore Jesse. Y'all know that. Her fiance, Tyler, it just seems like he is just the most amazing man. I could not be more happy for them. I started to cry in the bar. And she if, did. Like, <laughs> if y'all know me, like, I'm not one to necessarily like cry over other people's relationships, but I was just so pleasantly surprised and happy for them. So yeah, I started bawling crying. Oh my God, time. I love it. And we it. took shots. It's great. And then we took shots. Thank you, Danielle. Uh, yes, I was going to wait until we came in to do the show to show you my finger so I could show you in person. And then I saw her at the bar and was like, do I hide my finger or do I just show her? And of course, I have to tell Danielle everything that goes on in my life. So I immediately was like, guess what, guess what, guess what? I was just like, there's like no words. And I obviously like I can talk to a wall. And there were like, I was like, Jesse, I'm sorry. I'm not making sense right now. Like I'm not even saying words and stuff. I'm just so so excited and happy for you. So 2021 is already better. I'm really excited. We have started doing a little bit of wedding planning, even though I said I was going to wait, but here we are. I'm just too excited. But my resolution, I think, for this year, especially now that we're engaged, is to be a little bit more present and stop worrying about the future because I don't think we're getting married for at least two years and I'm already worried about the wedding. Enjoy the process. So many of my Mm. friends had longer engagements and they loved it. You know, some people want the shorter engagements just to like, you know, put their name onto paper and all that stuff. But like to me, I'm like, enjoy it. All the different phases of life. Enjoy it. And I've always wanted to do that. I've always said, oh, when I get engaged, I just want to enjoy being engaged and enjoy planning a wedding. And my sister is getting married in May. So like five months from now. And I said, you know what? I don't want to do any wedding planning until we get through Kelly's wedding. I want all the attention to be on her. And now I'm secretly freaking out inside because I'm just excited and I want to book a venue. Of course. I need to calm down. But No, you do not need to calm down. I'm stressed. I'm freaking out. On your end, what's your New Year's resolution? My New Year's resolution is to have no New Year's resolution. Mm, and so I love I'm doing that. really I'm doing really well at it. So that's pretty much it. You're like for a weekend, things are going really well. Yes. Thank you all for asking. Yes. I started the sober January and then obviously Jesse <gasps> saw me New Year's Day yeah. and we were both turnt. If we're participating in dry January, we failed on days one, two, three, and four. Exactly. So yeah, after day four, now I'm like, I'm, I feel as if I've like kind of got out the f- first few days and now I'm, I'm ready to rock with sober January. Dude, why do you think I'm doing a squeeze.com juice cleanse? I'm there like, get all of this out of my body. I need to cleanse. My body is a temple now. Temple. New year, new us. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle, I'm going to add, go on more dates to your new year's resolution. Okay, okay. Because I like seeing how many dates Danielle can go on in a single month. It's my favorite thing. You know, it's pretty funny. I actually had a guy that I was, like, talking to off of Hinge 
asking me about the podcast and stuff. Really? And I sent it to him to listen to. And then after he listened to it, he we stopped messaging. So <gasps> I don't know if, if I'm like making myself seem like I go on more dates than I actually do. But that's what happened. That's what happened. Well, yeah. She really doesn't go on that many dates. Yeah, I just exactly. Try. Like, I, I really, I don't. You don't at all. I no. just try and push you to go on as many dates no. as possible. Like, in December, I was talking to, like, two guys. And, like, both of them are people that I've known for right. six years You dog. Like, yeah. And, I mean, these aren't, like, new humans. They're just, like, recycled. Re- recycled. Okay, I, no should, one I probably knew. shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, if you're, you're listening to this and you know who you are, you're not recycled. <laughs> I You're just mean we've been friends for you a are long great. time. You are nice. Okay, if your New Year's resolution is to go on more dates, we are helping you out with some brand new date night spots. Every single week, Danielle brings us three of her favorites around Houston. So what's our first spot today? Our first spot is a place that I went to the other day with some of my girlfriends, and we had so much fun. We went to Rosie Cannibal, which we talked about before yeah. on the show, but they have a pop-up bar Really? It is called the Chatlet, okay? Okay. And it is called their Spritz Patio. Mm-hmm. And it is so fun, so cozy, so intimate. They have fire pits in different stations. So Cute. you can reserve like an area for you and your friends. And yeah. they have like pillows and blankets, all <gasps> kinds of stuff. And so we went there. We had like appetizers. And then they brought us s'mores. We had champagne. This place is literally so cozy, so oh cute. If a guy brought me here on a date, I'd be like, winner. Like, yes. Winner. Winner. Wait like, it was just so cozy, so intimate. I loved it. They have a happy hour from four to six. And during happy hour, it is 20% off the entire bill. Stop. Yes. So it's not just specific drinks? No, entire bill is 20% off. Okay. Yes, four to I six. I love this. Because I, I hate when you go somewhere and you're excited about happy hour and they go, oh, it's only the draft beers. And I don't right. drink beer. I'm like, well, that was a waste. Exactly. So one of the things that drew me into going there in the first place is that they have Irish coffees. And one of my girlfriends, Lauren and I, we love Irish coffees. Okay. So actually the day after that I saw you, we went to BLT because BLT has amazing Irish coffees. And so then we found out that Chatlet has Irish coffees as well. And so we were like, oh. We're going. This is a double whammy. You know, they have Irish coffees. They have a cute patio area. So Loved it. Cannot recommend it enough. Also, again, I love Rosie Cannonball. This is just like Mm -hmm. their sister little patio. That's such a cute idea. And what a a cute date to go on. Something where you have blankets. Because honestly, this whole week, it was pretty nice outside. Oh, it felt amazing. Especially like being by a fire and stuff. Yeah, we reach 70s. And then when the sun goes down and they offer blankets, that's cute. Super cute. And the music that they are playing there is actually like it is bumping like really good like they had some like Christina Aguilera like genie in a bottle and I'm like oh yeah like this is totally my vibe I love that yes god I heard genie in a bottle in a hot minute (laughs) right I know I know it like brings you back oh god so good and then I also have like food Mm -hmm. and different dishes Lauren had a chicken liver dish and then I had like a caramelized onion and potato it was kind of like a almost queso-y type dish Mm -hmm. with like brie and then with like little crostinis, it was really, really good. So That's great. if you decide to go, make sure you check out their times because their times are a little interesting. It's Sunday, Wednesday, and Thursday open from 4 to 10. And on Friday and Saturday, it's open from 4 to 11. Okay, awesome. Make sure you write that down if you need a refresher and the addresses. We're going to give those to you at the end of the show. What's our second spot? 
Our second spot is a spot that we know and love. We went there for my birthday, Traveler's Table. Oh, yes. We love this spot. We love Traveler's Table. They just added new brunch items. And I know that like we talk about places to go for date night, but I wanted to throw a brunch in there. And because Traveler's Table just came out with new brunch menu items, I wanted to throw this out to y'all. Yeah. Number one, these new dishes are so good. They have a Louisiana fried chicken that's like over a bed of grits. Like, That speaks to Daniel's heart. Like, come on. So good. That's delicious, number one. And then they also have these flights that are Bloody Mary flights Ooh. and coffee flights, okay? Which I think are just so up our alley and would be so much fun for a date night yes. or a date brunch. Sorry, date brunch. Yeah, we said it once. We'll say it again. Date brunch. Brunch dates. Bring me to them. That's exactly. awesome. Like, I love day drinking. You can't drink all day if you don't start, start in, in the morning. morning. Exactly. <laughs> so, Traveler's Table with their... Bloody Marys. They have three different types. One of them is like a Bloody Maria with okay. tequila. One of them is just like the regular Bloody Mary. And the, the other one is kind of like an adventurous dabble of a right. Bloody Mary. What a so, nice thing to try on a date, though. You could get a flight together. Like, it's a great conversation starter. Of course. Something easy. Yeah. Super interactive. Again, I love things that are interactive. Like the the one at Rosie Cannibal, they have the s'mores and stuff. So, of mm-hmm. course, you're, you know, like, oh, can you put my marshmallow on my skewer? <laughs> <laughs> How do you I'm like your marshmallow? <laughs> toasted (laughs) they also have some great dishes one of the things that i love there is their vietnamese steak and eggs i think we've talked about that before Mm -hmm. and it's like a lemongrass steak and eggs so good then they have a new new orleans bread pudding oh my god so add that on to what you're going to order for brunch because it is fabulous now traveler's table they normally do switch out the menu don't they they have a few new dishes here and there okay yeah so they're always like trying to you know come up with new dishes and everything they actually just came out with an oyster night it's like a peruvian oysters oh shoot! so they're like incorporating new dishes all the time yeah that's awesome i love that okay yes a third and final spot third spot is going to be one dim sum in midtown you know me we talked about trending dumpling Yes. Oh, Danielle uh, yes. and her dumplings. Yes. Okay, so One Dim Sum is a similar place. And number one, they have soup dumplings. Of course, you're speaking to my heart mm-hmm. with some soup dumplings. They also have multiple curries there. Mm. I am not necessarily like a huge curry fan. Right. They have a curry there that it's like coconut milk and it has pineapple in it. And oh, it might good. sound a little like off the wall, but it is so good. That sounds pineapple, a little bit of sweetness. That sweetness sounds good. Sweetness with yeah. like a little bit of heat mm-hmm. with like some of the chilies. It is phenomenal. So, so good. Highly recommend that. Some of my favorite things there are these beef puffs. It is like this like flaky crusted beef puff. Oh my gosh. It like melts in your mouth. They have a beef tenderloin puff, which kind of has like this like round puff pastry where you kind of like break it open yeah. and like this beef tenderloin just like falls out. Oof. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. And then also they have a shrimp Chung Fun, which I don't know if I'm saying that right, y'all. Y'all, you know, I'm from the, the bayou. But it is basically like this crispy shrimp dish, and it is so, so good. It's, it's, I think that's probably my favorite dish there. So definitely a dish to order. If y'all are familiar with Yuacha, uh-huh. it used to be in the Galleria area. It was thought to be a Michelin star restaurant, and it closed last year. But the same concept is this restaurant, but like, half the price of okay. the dishes. Yeah. Nice. If you want dim sum, sometimes you're like, I want it, but I don't necessarily want to drive out to Chinatown, right. like or the 30, 40 minutes, wherever you are in the city to get it. So if you're inside the loop, this is a great option for a dim sum meal. 
If you're hearing us talk about some of these restaurants and you think, oh man, I've been there before. I love that place. I can't wait to check it out again. Coming up after the break, we have some suggestions for restaurants around Houston that we guarantee you've never been to before because they're not open yet. These are the brand new restaurants and cool experiences coming to Houston up next. From date night to must try restaurants. It's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. girls what's going on (laughs) we're so excited about this new year 2021 and there's a lot of new things popping up around houston honestly everywhere you know 2020 i feel like production had to stop all around the world for everything movies stores restaurants and now in 2021 all these new things are coming out that we are so pumped about and we like can't stop from sharing them all. It's so exciting. Yeah, I'm really proud of the resiliency of Houston and Houstonians. Obviously, 2020 was a hard year for the restaurant and bar industry, but they're just overcoming all these obstacles. And there's amazing restaurants and bars that are going to be coming out this year. And I am so excited for the future of the Houston restaurant community. It's really exciting. And Houston really has, when you look at other communities and other places around the U.S., Houston has really prevailed in that industry because there's a lot of places that are still struggling, and we are so thankful that everyone has been supporting local businesses and supporting the restaurant industry because this past year was hard for them. Yeah, I mean, of course, we're grateful that we live in a state that is open and you know right. we're being safe and smart and trying to do all the CDC guidelines and everything, but we're really grateful that through all this, um, businesses are still able to plan for this year. Exactly. And so Danielle has found, because she's our foodie, hangry custodian, insider gal, she has found a list of some of the new places that are going to be opening up around Houston in 2021, some of the ones that she is most excited to try. So I have my pen and paper ready, Danielle, because I'm really excited for this list. Tell us what you're most excited about for this year. Eric Sandler with Culture Map. He is the food editor. If y'all don't follow him on Instagram, he's awesome. He actually also has a podcast, Mm. which is great. He writes all these amazing articles about what's going on in the food and restaurant world in Houston. And people are always like, how do you know what's going on? I'm like, Eric, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) I read. I literally like, he's my plug. You know, I read this stuff because of him. So a great person to follow and also great to subscribe to Culture Map. They have a a newsletter that comes out all the time. And you know what, Danielle? That's why we all follow you because you do the research <laughs> and then you tell us on the show and on your Instagram page at Hanger Houstonian what we should be looking out for. There you go. So on this list that just came out, there are some restaurants that I am I'm just so excited about. The list probably has maybe like 16 places, but I wanted to list a few of them for y'all that I'm super excited about. First and foremost is a restaurant that's out of Austin. It's called Loro. Loro is owned and founded by Aaron Franklin, who is with Franklin's Barbecue. Okay. And Tyson Cole, the founder of Uchi. Okay, so Aaron Franklin started Franklin's Barbecue, and it has become one of the most notorious barbecue places in the country, not just like Texas. Right. In the country. Like, people stand outside of Franklin's Barbecue for hours to try to get in there. Okay, And then, of course, like, we've talked about Uchi. Like, you know, like, that's like my heart. Like, I, I love Uchi and stuff. So Tyson Cole, the founder of Uchi, this is their love child. Okay, so it's both of them together. It is, exactly. This is literally their love child, and it's already opened in Austin, and it's doing so well, and I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard 
amazing things. I will be one of the first people in line, like banging on the door, being like, please let, let me, me in. Eat. So it's yes. coming to Houston this year? Yes. It's coming to Houston and they will have like a mix of like smoked prime beefs with like an Asian flair to it. So like think of a rice bowl that has like a barbecue rice. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Like a barbecue I, it, brisket rice bowl. It's tangy with, and my mouth is watering. Exactly. So I'm super excited about it. My food blogger friends in Austin are like, this is a place we you got to try. So super excited about that. Then there's a place called March, which mm-hmm. we were just talking about, Rosie Cannonball. This is actually upstairs. It's like a private dining area. Oh, fancy. They have a wine cellar there with 11,000 selections. That okay. is amazing, but also stresses me out. Like I if know, you're right? going to take a girl on a date night here, you have to know what bottle of wine to get, Well, right? there's servers expect to have, in the article it even says, like, expect amazing service. Because, right. like, the people that are going to be your servers and stuff there are, like, going to be so knowledgeable about what is going on behind the scenes in the wine cellar. Okay. And to, like, please your palate, okay? So... <sighs> They will be able to like help you facilitate oh your dinner. How do you get a job there? I know, right? I'm not. I'm not exactly Think sure. Think about the test that you would have to take to know <laughs> all these wines. I'd be like, well, I am very knowledgeable with the barefoot Moscato. If anyone's curious, <laughs> yeah, they're not serving barefoot Moscato there. <laughs> I mean, eleven thousand. It might be one of them. Okay. <laughs> But this restaurant is going to be a Mediterranean cuisine style. It's going to be a place that, like, you probably want to get a reservation at. Okay. I'm not sure if they're just going to be taking walk-ins right now. It's a smaller restaurant, so I'm sure seating, obviously, with it being, like, 50% right now, it's going to be super limited. So make sure you get a reservation okay. there. Another cool restaurant is, if you are a Rockets fan, my Rockets fans out there, James Harden is opening up oh, a restaurant. Yeah. 13? 13, exactly. Yeah, it's going to be opening up in Midtown. What, okay. Do you know when it's going to be opening up? Because I remember... It says January. Stop it. It says January. I was going to say, shut up and stop it. And I said, stop it. Stop it. Stop it, Danielle. So I remember reading about this like when it first came out in the news and I was really excited. I wanted to check it out. And then they said 2021. It seemed like so far so away. So far away, yeah. And now here we are. It looks like they'll have a basement lounge, also like a nightclub feel in the basement, which is pretty cool. And they'll Whoa. have dishes like king crab gumbo. Hello. Mm-hmm. Stuffed shrimp pasta with, like, black truffles, steak with Oscar toppings, Hasselback potatoes. So I'm just kind of going off of what Culture Map and Eric Sandler's telling me, but sign me up. Because, I mean, who doesn't love to, like, go out to dinner and then go, like, afterwards, right? Literally don't even have to go anywhere, just downstairs. It surprised me how many athletes are opening up with restaurants. You know, Deshaun Watson just did the Lefty's Cheesesteak. Lefty's Cheesesteak, yeah. I didn't realize. What's funny that like actresses and models and stuff are like fragrance, makeup, beauty, beauty, beauty. And like these athletes are like food, meat, food, give me a cheese, alcohol, boom, 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 boom. You know, (laughs) I didn't realize. I mean, I guess the nightclub scene like that kind of makes sense to me. But of all things, like it made sense when JJ Watt did his shoe deal, the shoe brands. I was like, oh, okay. I can see clothing and athletic wear, but now everyone's opening restaurants. I'm like, well, I mean, it makes sense. We all eat, but we all eat. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. that we're so interested in that business venture. So fun. It's cool. There's other things opening up like bars that I'm really excited about. There's a bar called Hungry Like the Wolf. It is an 80 inspired twist on the classic American diner. 
Oh. And it's going to be off of the Sudamont area, which is like right by my house. So yeah. I'm super excited. And they say the menu is going to be like a comfort style meatloaf burgers, chicken fried steak, which I feel like oh. kind of sounds up like your alley. Wait, this is like the perfect basic American food. This is like America. <laughs> 80s inspired which is so fun and then like it's paired with cocktails and craft beer and they say that the environment it's like a flashback in time like a quote-unquote you know like like a virgin madonna style and it's a diner diner style yeah i really like this isn't idea. that cool this is this would be a cute date night spot like i a think little so 80s. too i think so too we, i'm gonna have to go check it out and see if it qualifies for one of our date night spots oh my god so do we know when all of these are opening? So this one says a spring opening. Okay. Yes. So I've actually been in contact with them. They've been messaging me back and forth. And so definitely looking to go out for like a media day and stuff. So, yeah. you know, we'll Check see it if out. we get you. There's a bar called Roots that's going to be located in the East End. It's going to be a wine bar and restaurant. And it will offer a twist on like charcuterie boards <gasps> and sandwiches. So like... Wine bar. Oh, my God. Charcuterie boards. Love it. That's right up our alley. We love that. Yes, we love, love, love that. I, I uh, don't know what it is about charcuterie boards recently. That is the new thing for It's everyone. like an adult Lunchable. It's so much fun. Those are my favorite movies the entire world. And it's true. It you is just true. replace, you know, the Lunchables with a little bit nicer cheese, maybe a little bit of brie, and then replace the juice box with wine. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. And, yeah, throw a little bit of goat cheese in there. I'm a, I'm a goat cheese Golden. lover. Love, love, love. There's also a place called Lulu's that's going to be opening up. This is going to be from the Armando's owners, mm. which Armando's is that Mexican restaurant yeah. in the River Oaks area, if you mm-hmm. recall. They do like the Thursday night, clear the dining room, and it becomes yes. a dance floor. So anything that I feel like these owners are going to be opening is going to be really, really cool. This restaurant is actually an Italian concept from the Round Rock area. And so they're bringing it. They just love it so much that they're bringing it here. And it will serve Italian-styled comfort food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And it will seat 75 people. So it will be like an intimate atmosphere. Italian comfort food. There you go. Wait a minute. That's like pasta, cheese, and bread. Yes. Yes. And wine. Exactly. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Last but not least, our friend and amazing chef and restaurant entrepreneur in town. Chris Shepard is opening up a Georgia James Tavern downtown, which will be a spinoff of his Georgia James Steakhouse. But it will be a more like, you know, run in, get a sandwich, get like a quick lunch downtown for the people that, you know, are going to be going back to work, right? In 2021 downtown. So, Make sure that, you know, you keep your eyes and ears open for all the details with that. I saw that they created an Instagram page today. Oh, um, man, super, so they're moving. Yeah, so I'm super excited about that just because it'll be, like, more of a casual, quick concept because Georgia James is, like, nice. Right. You know, like, you got money, you not, like. You rich, rich. Yeah, and then so the tavern will be more of a casual concept. Well, what's nice about that, too, is I feel like when you have a chef who's so amazing and renowned as Chris Shepard, you would think that you really have to go to a restaurant to sit down. But it's nice that you can just grab a lunch and still have that amazing quality of food. I totally agree. Yeah, that's kind of like how his Hay Merchant restaurant is. Mm -hmm. Hay Merchant is one of my favorite restaurants in the city because like, I know that I can go in there and get a amazing meal and I'm not going to break the bank. Right. You know, and like, I love his restaurants that are more high end, but like, you know, I'm on a beer budget with a champagne taste. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, where I'm at. That's where I'm at. <laughs> a lot of news about Houston's bar scene has been coming out this past week, and we have all the updates for you coming up after the break. And I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt. And I'm Danielle Dubois. 
And we are your hangry girls. Every single week, we bring you brand new date night spots, buy you bar hopping, hidden gems, all thanks to our foodie gal, Hangry Houstonian, on the show. Thanks, Danielle. Oh, you're so welcome, <laughs> Jesse Watt. If you are listening to us in the mornings on CBS Sports Radio 650, thank you for tuning in every morning. And if you ever want to catch up, please go to our podcast.radio.com. You can always go through all of the addresses we give you at the end of the show, write them down so you know exactly what is on your bucket list. And if you're listening on the podcast, let us wake you up in the morning. All you have to do is talk to your Alexa, your smart device, and say, Alexa or OK Google, turn on CBS Sports Radio 650 on radio.com and we'll pop up and make your mouth water every Saturday morning. Danielle, I'm excited about this week's hidden gem. You haven't told me what it is. I feel like you're keeping it a surprise. This hidden gem is brand new to Houston. OK. And I'm super excited about it. It is called Sesquet. OK. What is that? French? What are we what are we working with here? I'm not exactly sure if I pronounced that correctly, but I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> Say it confidently, uh, it's fine. And it is a interactive museum. What? Yeah, it's so cool. It just opened up on December 26th. Mm-hmm. And you basically get a ticket and you can just walk through and it's interactive. There's different rooms that basically just do different things. They have all different activities that you can do in there. Right. It can be interactive if you would like it to be. If you don't want it to be interactive, you can just walk through and, and like see, look at everything. Enjoy. enjoy. It's so, so cool. One of my favorite rooms there, it's this room that has like if you think of like a stick with a like a lollipop, you know, like a lollipop. Yes. It, they're massive. They're they're huge. <laughs> they're the size of me, you know? And so you can hit one of these balls and it lights up all of the balls <gasps> in the entire room. Oh my god, you know where I saw this? Where? On TikTok. On your TikTok. Specifically, hey, girlfriend. I'm, I'm hitting the TikTok. I liked oh, it. God. Yeah, if you guys follow Danielle at Hangry Houstonian on Instagram, you will love her TikTok just as much. I'm trying. I'm I'm trying. Jessie. I know Teach you are. Teach me your ways on TikTok. No, they're I'm, so fun. I know. I'm trying to be better and do better, but like my stuff won't go viral. Girl, well, that's why everyone listening needs to go like it. <laughs> uh, y'all, please help me out here. I like need some, you know, some Something. support. <laughs> we need some support. No, I, I saw what you did and it looked satisfying. You know, you see those things. I'm trying to think of something to compare it to. Like one of those stress balls that you really want to squish. Yes. That's what those look like to me. I mean, it's awesome. It's, it's like, like a fun house satisfying. in there. Yeah. There's that's like really big exciting. mirrors and stuff. And it's just, it's so much fun. And then also there's sanitizing stations around like almost every corner. So you should feel comfortable knowing that you know right. they're implementing that and they're not having it to where it's like packed or anything like that. You can make a reservation when you buy your ticket to know what time that like, you know, you go at and stuff. So it's not going to be a jam packed museum. You pick a time and stuff and you can spend hours and hours in this place. It is like a fun house on steroids. Okay? It's like, it sounds like a fun house for adults. It is a fun house for adults it really really is and you just like you look at this stuff and you're like who came up with this like who and what drugs came up with this but how fun is it to enjoy uh, sober I'm I know, like right? I'm glad you thought about this exactly. when you were tripping out on god knows what but I'm having fun I have oh yeah no I like had a great time I like walked through I was like surprised how long I spent in each room because I was trying to figure out how they did everything you right. know like the things on the walls and stuff. I was like, man, how did they create this? Or like, what kind of material is that? And of course my brain's just going sideways, just turning and turning and turning. So, so much fun to go through that. And I highly That's recommend awesome. it. Yeah. I love when things 
that are interactive open up because it does sometimes for me get old when I go to the same places every single weekend or we do the same thing. So having something new to check out is always so exciting. Definitely. And this is, I say it's a hidden gym. It's not in our neck of the woods, okay? Okay. This is going to be off of Highway 6, a little bit of a trek. It's like 25, 30 That's minutes. not bad. Not bad. But it's kind of like off the beaten path. So it, okay. it is kind of like a hidden little spot. Um, but once you see it, you're going to be like, oh, there it is. Like it has its name out on the front side of the building and everything. So make sure you plan your day out to where you can spend some time out there. Get tickets. That's awesome. Okay. And then when you're done with that, obviously, when the nighttime hits Saturday night, what do we do? We go by you bar hopping every single weekend. So we have three new spots today that we are going to plan just a little just a little bar hopping spree for you. So our first spot is going to be at East Inn Backyard. This is a new spot that recently opened up and it is a 20,000 square foot patio bar in the East Inn part of Houston. Nice. It has, yes, it has 25 beer taps, a food trucks, a dog park, and it's owned by one of the uh, like famous Dynamo soccer players. Oh, really? Yeah. Which so one? Has, his name is Brian Kekula. I, uh, <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I'm probably betraying that so badly. It's K-E-K-A-U-L-A. We're trying, okay. He sounds like a nice man. Um, We're trying I'm really not hard. a soccer watcher or player but he owns this bar and it's super cool they have like lights up in the trees they have really cool murals they have great food there this place is massive it is outdoor it is outdoors you can go inside as well but it's mainly outside i love that you know we try and mention this as often as possible but any time that you can go to a bar and be outside, especially during a pandemic, is so important. And Danielle and I were actually just talking about this off air that Houston hit seven straight days of having our hospitalization rate for COVID patients over 15%. So basically what that means is it triggers these automatic rollbacks to reopening. So we were talking about how elective surgeries are getting canceled and restaurant businesses are you know, bringing the capacity back to 50%. And then also bars, indoor bars, you know, are supposed to be shutting down. We haven't heard any news or anyone specifically saying bars are getting shut down. So we don't have any sort of news on that right now, but we do know that for what's going on in the world right now, this would be a really great option for you to be outside, open air, socially distant and feel safe. Definitely. I mean, when we talk about like doing our part, if you want to go out, it's important to go out to places like this, you know, that you can be safe and be smart and stuff. So definitely wanted to give those kind of options. Because rodeo. Because rodeo. Because Jesse just just wants to experience a full rodeo season, y'all. Guys, I haven't even been to the rodeo yet. It's shut down. I went to the fair, but I didn't even actually get to go inside. So for my sake, pretty, pretty, pretty please. Go outside places and wear a mask, and then we can rodeo. Exactly. Or just stay home, and Jesse will be even more happy. rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's our second spot on Bayou Bar Hopping? Second spot is a bar called Rise. Rise used to be a bar called Proof in Midtown. And okay. we used to go to Proof back in the day, and this spot was like, it was popping. <laughs> well, this new company took over, and it is called Rise. They have a massive rooftop bar. Okay. And it is so super cool. They had a big party on New Year's, but it's like open air. They have like a retractable roof. Nice. Which I appreciate. 
So it's finally, finally open. This has been like on the books to open for the past year, and now we finally have it open. So I'm super excited about it. Again, this is a Midtown spot. I feel like I haven't really heard a ton of stuff about what's going on in Midtown lately. I know that Unicorn Disco, we talked about them a few episodes ago. That's something that has opened up in Midtown. But other than that, like what, you know, what's really going on in in Midtown? I haven't heard of a lot. I mean, we go to Electric Feel Good, sometimes 77, but I want new things opening up. So this sounds great. This place is massive. Okay, like you can spend a whole evening there and like still find like new spots on the bar. You know what I mean? (laughs) So this place is a great time. You know, if you're in the Midtown area and you want to pop around to a few bars, definitely check out Rise Rooftop. Again, they just opened. I think New Year's Eve was like their opening night and stuff. Thank you, 2021. Yeah, exactly. Bring it on. Bring it on. Amazing. Okay, our third and final spot. Our third spot is kind of like an out there spot for me to choose, but I wanted to throw it in because I love house and techno music, like EDM music. I love it. Yes. Hold on. I didn't know this about you. Oh, yeah. My go to is like Kygo and Zed and like Odessa and like stuff like that. Like that is my heart. Do you go to festivals or EDM concerts with the lights and everything? I have before. I don't choose to necessarily do that because I. I'm not on drugs. You know what I mean? Right, you're like, like, well, I'm like, I'm these sober. people that are like around me, I'm like, oh, don't, you know, like get away. I need my space. Don't and touch You're me. in my hula hoop. So <laughs> I I don't necessarily like to go to those places, but like I'll I'll watch them. Right. You know, like I'll watch them when they come up on like Hulu or whatever, The you know, the festivals come up and you can kind of watch them and stuff. I appreciate it from a distance, no. but I don't necessarily want to go to like Coachella. It's not my, no. it's not my thing. I One of my to- best friends, she like loves it. She really? She's like such a festival girl. Yeah. Well, they look really Really fun, but I'm like you. I'm sober, not doing any of that stuff. But I went to one EDM concert, and they had the light show. I think it, pretty lights or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, first of all, the concert was amazing. It was uh-huh, great. Pretty lights is great. But I felt so tripped out, completely sober, looking at everything going on. I was like, oh my God, mom, can you come pick me up? I'm scared. Like yeah. it was terrifying, and everyone else is like in your personal space. I was like, oh my God, this is. Terrified. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, exactly. I, I've i gone to some, like, at the Revention Center and stuff like that. And, like, I will go to CZ. I saw Odessa okay. and stuff like that. Like, I like to go to those. But I also like to stand, like, in the back where I Oof. have an easy, you know, exit point and stuff. Like, I'm a person that, like, I need to know, like, my exit strategy here and there. And Everywhere. The, you know, exactly. So, this bar is super cool because it's a bar that, like, plays the music that, like, I'm, I'm here too. for. Yeah. yeah. So, it's called Bauhaus. And it's in downtown area, and it is a really cool place that you can obviously listen to great music there. They have art shows there, and you can get food. They do, like, food trucks and stuff. And, of course, you know, they have alcohol flowing. Always. Flowing and stuff. So definitely a really cool place, like, if you're into that kind of vibe, which, you know, you go to a bar, and, like, one song is Taylor Swift, and the other one is pretty lights and it's like (laughs) wait a second where am I you know so like sometimes I just want like a turn up upbeat atmosphere and especially like if it's later in the night and I'm feeling kind of tipsy then like this is you know a good place to like end up honestly even if you're not or you think you're not into that kind of music you should check it out because hearing different stuff like that when you go to the bar can actually kind of amp you up so I would suggest checking it out even if you think that you're not into that kind of music try something new Speaking of trying something new, I think we have one of my favorite cocktail of the weeks coming up after the break. If you like Prosecco and bubbles, you're going to love this coming up next. 
I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. Congratulations on making it through the first full week of 2021. That first week back is always really tough. Like the first full week that you either have to do school or work is always miserable. Oh, yeah. You don't want to come to the reality that like that one week that's like between Christmas and New Year's is over. It's like, what did you do during that week? Nothing. I don't know. I literally don't remember. Well, I mean, Jesse got engaged, but like me, I did nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But we had this giant break, especially if you're in school, you have a pretty good sized break where all you do is hang out at home, binge watch shows, eat leftovers, leftovers, Christmas cookies, get engaged, drink. And then, you know, whatever. And then plan a wedding. And then plan a wedding. And then all of a sudden you're somehow expected to go back to work or back to school like nothing ever happened. And your pants don't fit, but you get to show off your new Christmas outfits. And your new Christmas rock. And you're engaged. So (laughs) we'll just mention that a couple more times throughout the show. Don't worry. Exactly. We'll just, you know, for the next, uh, until you get married, really. And then then we're going to talk about marriage. And then we're going to talk about all things. All things. Okay, so. We're celebrating our first full week back. We're celebrating getting engaged. Danielle, our cocktail of the week this week. Our cocktail of the week this week is going to be a raspberry limoncello prosecco cocktail. You just said three of my favorite things in one sentence. Bubbles. Lemoncello. Lemoncello. Raspberry. Don't you love a like, raspberry drink? Honestly, I saw this and I was like. I, I think that's my favorite kind of berry, Same. but for this any sort of alcohol. This, this is why we get along. This, this is, why is why it. We, this is kind of spirits. This is why. Like, I don't need the blueberry. I don't need the ew, Take it grape. or leave it. I don't know. I want raspberry. Take it or leave it. Strawberry, I'm like, you know what? Maybe for a jam, but honestly, raspberry so underrated, though. Slaps. I feel like I feel like everybody's always talking about the strawberry. Yeah. No. Or the blueberry. Or, you know, it's like raspberry. We're okay. here for the raspberry. Okay, sorry. So, we're sorry that tangent. We're just, you know, we're really passionate about raspberries. We're passionate about over raspberries. Here, over here. So, with this limoncello, you're going to need a bottle of Prosecco, a cup of limoncello, a cup of raspberries, muddled, mm-hmm. and then two lemons, okay? You're going to start by coating the rim of the glass with sugar. And then to the bottom of the wine glass, you're going to muddle up those fresh strawberries, probably like four or five of them or so. And you're going to fill each glass halfway with Prosecco. And then with the remaining glass, you're going to add the limoncello. Mm. And then you're just going to garnish it with some fresh lemon slices and raspberries before serving. Okay. I'm going to get back on the raspberry tangent for a minute here because (laughs) (laughs) I know we're talking about this like beautiful, beautiful drink, but this is why I think raspberries are so good. When you said muddled, when you muddle anything else like a strawberry, you just kind of get slush. Right? The little mushy mush. Raspberries are like those little balls. Kernels. Kernels of surprise joy. And you bite into them and it's like a little bit of texture, but a burst of flavor. And you just don't get that with any other berry. I appreciate a raspberry so much because of that. No, I I know exactly what you're saying right now. And I appreciate that. I don't know why I'm so worked up or both of us. We're so worked up about the, we're so passionate about the raspberries right now. If y'all are on team raspberry, y'all need to reevaluate 2021 because like, it's, right? It's raspberry year. It's raspberry season, baby. Actually, it's probably not. It's but probably not. <laughs> it's probably not berry season. It's winter. It <laughs> it's okay. We'll make every day berry season. This sounds like a good drink, though. I know, right? Light, refreshing. I mean, 
Texas weather is so funny because it's like, is it hot? Is it cold? So I was going to say that earlier this week, it was like in the 70s. I was feeling good. And now it's about to drop a drop it low. Drop a drop a low, girl. Yes. Low. Yes. Do, 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 do. Okay. Amazing. If you try out this drink, please tag us on Instagram, Danielle at Hanger Houstonian or myself at jessiewatt965. Use the hashtag hangrygirlsmademedoit. If you want to show it to us, or maybe you have an idea of another cocktail you want us to try, please slide into our DMs. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. New year, same DMs. What's poppin', Danielle? So, uh, it is the start of my favorite time of year. Okay. That is carnival season. Growing up in South Louisiana, okay, we celebrate Mardi Gras, which is like our crown jewel of a season. Right. One of our like pride possessions and food dishes is king cake. So today with the start of carnival season is the start of king cake season. Okay. Have you heard of a king cake before? Okay. No. And I'm still confused too. So what is carnival season? Because isn't Mardi Gras not until like. Yes. Okay. So Lent. You're Catholic. I'm Catholic. Right. So, yes. So, Mardi Gras is the day before Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday, as we know, is the start of Lent. So, we party basically for a few weeks. Okay. To get it all out of our system before Before Ash Wednesday, before we, you know, repent for our sins that we've done during. I never knew it was called carnival season. Yes. Yes. It's It's like a whole season of eating king cake and being like super gluttonous like we haven't for the past like right, few, couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's so funny because it's like in Louisiana, it's so hard to go on a diet because you go straight from the holidays into Mardi Gras season. And it's like, honestly, like I grew up eating king cake for breakfast. Like, really? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, 100%. So describe to me what king cake is because when I moved about a year ago, I had heard it for the first time and was like, huh? So here's the thing about king cake. The king cakes that I found here in Houston are, no offense to my Houstonians, y'all know I love y'all. I feel like I'm one of y'all now. We just haven't done it right here yet. I'm looking for the correctly done king cake, okay? So the king cake itself is like a circular with like inside there is either cinnamon sugar or they have different flavors. My personal favorite is cream cheese. Ooh. They have a raspberry cream cheese. They have like different places will have different flavors, but like the OG is just like regular cinnamon. Okay. So the places that I've found around Houston, like I would love to bring you a piece of king cake, but like I don't know if it would do it justice. And you I, want the Louisiana. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. like I hate this word moist. But like the, <laughs> the Louisiana ones are like they're just so decadent and like just moist in spongy almost it's so good but there are some places around houston that do a decent job i mean they do a good job you know of course i'm just my expectations of it are like my expectations for gumbo i'm like you know it's it's very hard to to compete with what i've been raised on but there are places and i'm super excited to share my king cake journey and that's what people have been talking to me about they're like we know we know it's your season you, you little, you know, Cajun, Cajun girl. Season. Yeah, you Creole bell. Like, we know it's your season. It's your time. It's your peak. So I am looking for them, guys. So if y'all have any recommendations, please slide into my DM, send me an email, whatever. Get in contact with me. I am ready to put the calories to the test to find the best king cake in Houston. Oh, my God. So you'll make sure you want to follow her on that journey at Hangry Houstonian on Instagram. I'm excited. And when you do find the best one, please let me know because I... 
I'm going to bring you into the studio. You have to. You have like as I need to induct you into the uh, Creole (laughs) way. So yes, I once I find one worthwhile, like I want to show you, I will bring it to you hundred percent. Because what's cool about this is that you can either buy an entire king cake or you can buy like a slice. Okay. Oh okay. There's places like Fat Cat Creamery, which we've talked about before, that it's an ice cream place. They do an a king cake ice cream. Oh, okay. Which I love. I love their king cake ice cream because it's, you know, it's obviously it's ice cream, but then they smash some king cake and stuff up into it. Actually, Bluebell has a king cake ice cream that's pretty good too. It's, nice. it's like cake, right? The whole premise of it is like the king's cake. And there's like a little baby Jesus in there. Oh no way! And so yeah, so growing up, it was like you always wanted to find to get, the baby to get Jesus. The, yes, exactly. Hysterical. You I wanted love to get that. it. Yes, but here's the thing: the tradition says that if you get the piece that has Jesus in it, you have to buy the next king cake. Oh, so you're like five, and you're like mom, dad. I can't buy that king cake. I don't. I got to do some more chores, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and so you wanted to be special and find baby Jesus. Oh, I tried. All the tricks, I'd turn the king cake upside down. Oh, my I'd God. Find where, oh, I was a heathen. So definitely have spent my fair share of years trying to find, find the best king Jesus. cake and stuff. So Okay, awesome. All right, well, make sure you follow Danielle on that, on her journey to find the best king cake, and then I will update you when I am fat and happy. <laughs> it's about that time that we give y'all all the addresses of the places we talked about today so you know exactly what you're getting into. Our first spot was Rosie Cannonball. It is their pop-up bar, which is going to be next door, and it's going to be at 1620 Westheimer. They don't have an, their own Instagram account, so okay. if y'all just follow Rosie Cannonball, you will see all the information about the pop-up, Great. which is actually next next door and you'll see the patio. Second spot was Traveler's Table, one of my favorite restaurants. It's at 520 Westheimer. Third spot is One Dim Sum in Midtown at 510 Gray Street. And then the next thing we talked about was all the really cool places that are going to be opening up around Houston in 2021. Danielle actually found this from Culture Map and they have a lot of great information. So while you are following Danielle on Instagram, you can follow them as well and get all the information on when those are going to be opening up. Our Houston hidden gem this week was... Seswick. I'm not, we're not sure how to. We're not sure exactly how to say it, but it's real cool. It's real cool, and it's at 2306 Highway 6 South. Okay, and then we went by you bar hopping. Our first spot was East Inn Backyard at 1105 Sampson Street. Second spot is Rise Rooftop with its new opening at 2600 Travis Street. And then third spot was Bauhaus. We're going to go. It's at 1803 Peace Street. And as always, if you have any suggestions of places that you want us to check out, you try our cocktail of the week or you know of the best king cake in Houston, please slide into our DMs. Make sure you follow Danielle. At Hangry Houstonian and myself at Jesse Watt 965. Make sure you are downloading and subscribing to our podcast on radio.com to make it easy to catch up on all your favorite shows and restaurants. We want to give a big thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, guys. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3, or on the radio.com app. Download it today.